This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Wednesday, 15 March, Year of Alert 2023. It's the Ides of March. We're going to have Jack Pasovic on later. Jack was part of that situation in Central Park back in 17. He's going to tell us uh, his version of it. Uh, we've got Cortez Natalie Winner's going to join us in a second. Um, Steve, here's what I understand. I thought that the consumer, the narrative is the consumer is the one that's that's holding us up. The consumer is holding up the economy. Right. Uh, the consumer is the backbone of this. Are you saying now that the the twenty four consecutive months of uh, negative real wages are finally catching up, and the in the uh, you know the nine trillion dollars that the millennials have in their credit cards is, is this yeah. finally catching up with us, or what, what's what's the reality instead of the narrative? Yes, yeah, yeah, no, that that is exactly the harsh reality: is that the consumer is spent, the consumer is tapped out with a trillion dollars in credit card debt at the highest rates of all time, and with delinquencies soaring, especially in the subprime sector, meaning among borrowers who are riskier. You know, if we can pull up chart two, I think let's show that again, please. This is the XRT, that is the ETF, the exchange traded fund for the retailers. So this is all the retailers put together into one ticker, XRT. Look at that chart, and this goes back a year and a half, and look at that demonstrable trend from the upper left to the lower right, unfortunately. Retailers are getting crushed in the stock market, nearly cut in half on the XRT. Why? Because inflation is so pernicious and is such a massive problem for consumers that they're having trouble even just affording the necessities of life. So that is the reality on the ground right now. Forget about media narrative, forget about what even the, the business channels uh, and business platforms out there are going to try to spin for you. The reality on the ground is that the consumer is in a terrible spot. By the way, as a contrast to this, you know, Steve, over the weekend, numbers were released out of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Aramco, which is the national oil company, the energy company of Saudi Arabia, Aramco profited $161 billion, billion with a B, okay? Steve, that's an enormous revenue number. Forget about a profit number. So in Riyadh, they are lighting their cigars with $100 bills because of the policies of Joe Biden, because he went to war with American energy and he is stoking inflation that we haven't seen in over a generation in this country. That is great news uh, for the mullahs in Tehran. It's great news for the House of Saud in Riyadh. It is terrible news for middle America. And it's terrible news for the consumers out there, the taxpayers, the citizens of the United States who are now on the hook to guarantee all deposits in the United States. Because whether or not Joe Biden said that explicitly, it was at least implicit in his comments that we are now backing all of these deposits. You didn't make the mess. 
but you're going to clean it up. You were not invited to the party, but you're going to be stuck with the tab regardless. That is the system right now uh, that Joe Biden creates for this country with the help of collaborationist Republicans, people like Tom Cotton and Mitch McConnell, where the oligarchs stick it to the deplorables, where the oligarchs enjoy all of the upside and yet the downside, the losses, the risks, that part is public. That part is shared by all of us. Privatized gains and public losses. It's a terrible way to run an economy. It's an unjust way to run a society right now. But that's the reality in 2023 America. We're being criticized by our critics of saying, well, this is really global. It's all over. And uh, Cortez and Bannon continue to hammer. It's Biden. It's Biden's inflation. Yeah. It's his overspending with the collaborationist Republicans. What 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 is your position on that? When people come and say, "Oh, yeah. this is a global thing," and America's just caught up in this, uh, your thoughts, sir? Yeah. No. Listen, it is a global problem. But guess what? And I I'm never one to blame the United States for problems overseas. But in this case. We exported this inflation to the rest of the world, and that's really not debatable. If you look at the sequence, if you look at the timing of when inflation started to rise in the United States versus other developed nations, it started here, okay? This is the origin in the United States. So it is indeed a global problem now, but it is a global problem that was sparked by Joe Biden in the United States and then exported to the rest of the world. So that excuse doesn't hold water. Yes, it's a global problem, uh, but it was generated by the United States, unfortunately. That is the harsh reality. What does the Credit Suisse trading today show you? I mean, their set of issues is similar but different than SBV. Right. But this, it's still this thing about unrealized law. They, they, they've been a mess for a while. What yes. does that tell you about their, I mean, their trade, they're down with 20, 25%. It, it, it could take the entire banking sector down. Yeah, I mean, listen, possibly, and yes, and, and Credit Suisse uh, does have its own particular problems, and that bank has been troubled for a very, very long time. By the way, connecting that back to Saudi Arabia, the new news for CS today is that its Saudi backers, its Saudi investors said, we're not putting any more money in. Uh, how pathetic is it, by the way, though, that that formerly powerful countries uh, like Switzerland have to go to the Saudis for a financial lifeline, that the United States uh, effectively has to go to these emerging countries um, and, and beg for better policies from them. This is the, the sad reality of where we are because of Joe Biden. But you know, again, CS is important, and I think it, you know, it is the story of the day, but the story isn't about any single bank. It's not about Silicon Valley Bank or Signature Bank. It's about the system. It's about what inflation is doing, how it is destroying prosperity in this country, and how it is creating massive instability because of what it's doing to bond holdings. You know, I can't emphasize this enough, Steve, how tumultuous it is for the U.S. economy when you have assets which were regarded as safe and boring, and they suddenly become incredibly volatile and toxic. The shockwaves that that sends throughout the financial system. For far too long, our country was addicted to low rates, rates that were artificially low because of the suppression of the Federal Reserve. So the Fed made its bed, okay, and it, it, it helped to create this inflationary nightmare. But the Fed now is trapped. And one of the worst consequences, Steve, just yesterday, we got a CPI report out, the Consumer Price Index, and, and the headline number was bad, but the details were even worse because staples like groceries, electricity, and utilities all up double digits. Now, with those kinds of price increases, Steve, what should be happening is the Fed should aggressively be trying to fight that inflation because it's crushing working class Americans. But guess what? 
if the Fed fights that inflation, it now risks an even worse banking crisis. So the Fed is trapped. The Fed is in a corner. And you regular Americans, you deplorables who did nothing wrong, you're stuck with the tab for this mess. Given that the, the, the government's broke, this is why the debt ceiling negotiation is even more important, correct? Because yep. it's all going to come back. The, all the guarantees are going to come back to the deplorables. Everything, not right. just the banking system, but the actual government itself. Why is this heightened? And the, the Republicans' response here the last couple of days, you agree with me, has been nothing short of pathetic? Yeah. Well, listen, there's been a lot of silence, which is very troubling. Uh, and then when political leaders have actually, you know, taken to the microphones and taken to the airwaves to talk about it, they're blaming it on wokeness. You know, and again, nobody hates wokeness more than Steve Bannon and Steve Cortez. OK, and what these companies do, uh, you know, they're toxic cultural corporate Marxism. It's it's out of control. It's garbage. It's incredibly harmful to American society. That's a really important issue. But that is not at the heart of what is going on here. SVB and Signature Bank did not fail because they are too woke. Are they too woke? Yes, they are. But they failed because of inflation, right? So, so major in what matters, our focus on what matters. And the only way that we start to get this inflation under control, particularly now the Fed has been effectively neutered and is not going to be fighting inflation, is on the fiscal side. We need sanity and we need Kevin McCarthy. And I believe strongly he's going to do this. He's kept all of his promises so far. I think he's been wonderful as Speaker of the House. But we need Kevin McCarthy and the leadership of the House GOP to tell Joe Biden your budget is dead on arrival. It is not even a starting point for negotiations. This country cannot afford this inflationary madness anymore. And we're not just going to slow the rate of growth. No, actual cuts actual real cuts because it's necessary to get a, a, to get a restraining level of, 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 of discipline once again upon the inflationary nightmare that is that is bedeviling the American uh, citizens right now. I mean this this makes the debt ceiling negotiation everything right We can't possibly yeah. give an inch on this because right now you don't know what's on the balance sheet of the Fed. you don't know what's in, uh, even on the FDIC. The, the Republicans ought to be up today demanding that the head of the FDIC come and find out exactly where we are because you say it's implicit. I think it's I think people take it in capital markets that we we basically guaranteed uh, every right. deposit, which is 19 trillion dollars. Do, do you think there's any right. the, 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 the capital markets believe that the deplorables gave a guarantee? Correct. And no, my correct. point is right. the government's broke. The government's broke. It's got to print more money. The, the Fed has got a trillion dollar loss on its balance sheet, just like. Uh, just like Credit Suisse or just like Silicon Valley Bank. And now the FDIC is sitting on the exact same loss. This thing's just going to start to spiral. Is it not Steve Cortez? No, exactly. And, and here's the other reason, you know, we mentioned this on the show yesterday. I think it's an important point. In some ways, this current situation, this current crisis is worse than 2008 and 2009, because at least we went into that crisis in a relatively healthy place regarding public debt. And what I mean by that specifically is total federal debt at that time was $8 trillion. It is now four times that big. The Fed balance sheet going into the 08-09 crisis was $1 trillion. It's now almost $9 trillion. So in other words, Steve, the national credit card is already maxed. So as we head into this crisis, as this crisis intensifies, we enter it uh, in an incredibly weak and more indebted place than we were in 
into the 08, 09 crisis. These are really, really dangerous times, Steve. Uh, you know, listen, no, nobody should be should mistake just how serious, how grave these matters are and how, how great the risks are to your personal prosperity. And yes, you are 100% on the hook. You were not invited to the party, but you're getting stuck with the tab. Well, how do people uh, track you down? How do you get to your Substack on your great writings? Yes, please follow me on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S, and it's stevecortez.substack.com. And my latest article there, I, I explain in very, very plain English for people who are not into bonds, who are not into finances, exactly what happened at SVB. No, this is incredibly important. We're going to get uh, Grace and Captain Bannon to push this out. Very important piece. Steve, thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. Crisis in the global financial system. By the way, birchgold.com slash Bannon. You get the third free installment. All of these are free. Free installment on the debt trap. You're going to – by the way, this was written before this latest crisis the last couple of weeks. But you'll see exactly how important, how important it is to hold the line on the debt ceiling negotiations and this budget and appropriations, all of it. Uh, I want to go to uh, – let's get – we got Natalie Winters. Natalie, we're going to do your cold open from CBS on the other side. But a bunch of things are, are, are breaking right now, particularly about the Wuhan lab, also about the Hunter and Biden investigation. Can you, I know you've got your hand on top of all of this. Just give us an update. Well, it's great to be vindicated all the time, but I think the stories that we're about to get into, whether it's the Wuhan lab, the influence peddling of the Biden family, I really think it's a symptom of the broader problem that you see going on with Silicon Valley Bank in the sense that the elites only seem to get the upside and MAGA, the rest of us, are stuck with the downside. And what I mean by that, take gain-of-function research as an example or the COVID-19 pandemic, which now finally we have CBS admitting likely happened in the Wuhan Institute of Virology and that Anthony Fauci and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases funded research going on there through EcoHealth Alliance. Um, but average Americans, right, got stuck with the pandemic, got the lockdowns, the mask mandates, forced vaccines, or, you know, hamstringed economy. Meanwhile, the elites, in terms of power and profit, uh, probably saw one of the most successful three-year runs in this country's history. So it's certainly interesting that that track record, that pattern seems to keep repeating itself. But on the front, when it comes to the Bidens and the congressional investigations, uh, people may have heard James Comer was talking last night about how after subpoenaing three bank records uh, from business associates of Hunter Biden from Bank of America, they found that a $3 million sum was wired to Rob Walker just months after Joe Biden left left the vice presidency um, and that sizable sum like i said that directly came from the chinese communist party was then funneled not just to hunter biden but to other members of the biden family as well okay so hang on for a second we're gonna take a short break we're gonna get back into we got a cbs cold open also comer and oversight is all over the laptop and now getting into the biden's financials okay short commercial break back in a moment Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. 
Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We've got new details to share with you today about an investigation into U.S. funding of a Chinese research lab in the city at the center of the pandemic. It's raising questions about how closely past administrations were following the use of the money. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge joins us from Washington with more. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Michelle. Sources tell CBS News an investigation of this complexity could take at least six months to reach a conclusion about whether U.S. government agencies were billed twice for projects in Wuhan, China. The probe kicked off after new information came to light from Congress. We are collecting evidence here um, and collecting facts. Former federal investigator Diane Cutler spent two decades combating white-collar crime and health care fraud. During the pandemic, Cutler turned her attention to U.S. government grants that supported coronavirus-related research in China. How many records have you viewed? Uh, my collection is certainly well over 50,000 documents. Records reviewed by CBS News indicate the U.S. government may have paid twice for projects at the Wuhan labs through the National Institutes of Health and the U.S. Agency for International Development, or USAID. So I categorized it and then drilled down from there. This included possible medical supplies, equipment, travel, and salaries. So what I found so far is uh, evidence that points to double billing, potential theft of government funds. It is concerning, especially mm -hmm. since it involves dangerous pathogens and risky research. While intelligence agencies can agree on how the pandemic that killed more than 1.1 million Americans started, the FBI and now the Energy Department have found an accidental lab leak is plausible, not potentially through infected animals at a nearby market. At recent congressional hearings into the origins of COVID-19, the former CDC director said money from multiple U.S. government agencies supported high-risk virus research in Wuhan. I think it did not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. Does following the money get us closer to understanding the origins of COVID-19? Following the money always seems to work in investigations. Republican Senator Roger Marshall hired Cutler and took her records to USAID's internal watchdog, which opened its own probe, details of which have not been previously reported. What needs to happen next? Uh, next, we do need this 9-11 style commission. Uh, I call it apolitical, non-political. We need to get this outside of Washington, D.C. Sources familiar with the grant records did not dispute CBS News's reporting. In a statement, a spokesperson for the USAID inspector general declined to comment on the existence of a specific open investigation.
Why should U.S. taxpayers care? I think there's 1.1 million reasons that American taxpayers should care. You know, if a plane crashes, we want to find out why the plane crashes. We go to any length to do that. And the hope is we don't have another plane crash for the same reason. Sources told CBS News that tens of millions of U.S. taxpayer dollars could be involved and the findings could provide new insight into the Wuhan research. Spokesperson for USAID declined to comment and the NIH press office did not respond to CBS News's question. Okay, you you got to explain, this is not some, I mean, double billing. Is this, the, the, is this what they have to go to? Your reporting has been magnificent on this for three years and our, dr roger marshall in kansas i understand what he's trying to do and by the way peter navarro and myself strongly argued for peter navarro actually in the white house in october 2020 for a pearl harbor type commission or 9-11 type commission to get to the bottom of it natalie are they playing such small ball or is that what they're going to have to do to say hey was this double billed or who actually paid for this because you've been reporting this for three years now is this where the mainstream media is after three years yeah, I don't think the issue is quite the the double billing. I think it's what exactly they were billing for. Um, and it, it is very interesting. People may recall a few months ago, remember we played a similar clip from CBS with Katherine Herridge, sort of doing this, you know, three years delayed, two years delayed, uh, admitting that they weren't telling the full story about the Hunter Biden hard drive. And it was Katherine Herridge, too. And she goes up there speaking very formally, acting like, what they're saying are these bombshell revelations, but really they're making utter fools of themselves, not only because we've been talking about the existence of U.S. taxpayer dollars going to this lab. It's an indisputable fact. The primary sources, these documents, the studies show that the taxpayer funds went to EcoHealth Alliance, went to Sher Jung Lee, the bat lady of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. But I think what's really, really interesting and why these segments, why I love to play them, it's not so much as to have the cheerleading moment where we say, oh, finally, the mainstream media, you know, has said that we're not crazy, we're not delusional, what we're saying is true. We've known that all along. But this is when it takes a very, very laser-focused microscopic eye to understand where the elite, where the establishment, using, of course, these mainstream media outlets, sort of as their PR agency, um, are pushing the narrative. And particularly, this comes on the heels of, of course, you have that DOE report on the origins of COVID saying that it likely came from a lab. Um, and then, of course, continued releases of documents. And of course, Dr. Robert Redfield saying that Fauci and particularly uh, the federal government all the way to the Department of Defense had been funding gain of function research, not just at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, but really at a network of foreign labs, particularly those in China. So now to sort of push back, because I think like we've said on this show, they're willing to sell the Chinese Communist Party down the river, but they don't want to give up the fact that the U.S. federal government was so intimately involved in funding this gain of function back coronavirus operation. Um, so what you're seeing now is I think they're trying to sort of do a misdirection play and make the controversy over the fact that they were being double billed, which honestly is, is reprehensible. And by the way, when they bring up the sum of, you know, $1.1 million, you're talking about tens of millions of dollars. And even though they just talked to USAID and the National Institutes of Health, 
That is, again, missing the forest for the trees. If you understand the organizations that were involved with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and particularly the bat coronavirus research, they were also getting money from the Department of Defense, getting money from DARPA, getting money from the DTRA, the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, all of which dabble in this sort of bioweapon, countering weapons of mass destruction area. And I think it, it really is a sensitive nerve of the establishment because you can't make the case that they were actually engaged in the business of preventing pandemics because COVID-19 was birthed. And if you read the papers, if you read the studies, they were very, very, very keen on targeting research that made these viruses capable of infecting humans. There is no such thing as altruistic gain-of-function research, let alone in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. No, it's outrageous. By the way, the reparations, Peter Navarro's calculated, I think Cortez too, is like $20 trillion as an opening bid. So, I mean, this is, once again, the evidence is there. They just have to get on top of it. Uh, and this is, they slow walk in this thing three years into it when Natalie Winters was first doing her in, in War Room. Natalie over at National Pulse with Raheem were putting it out. Comer is not a um, hair-on-fire guy. How important is this, the latest developments? They've got the bank records. They're now dropping an, another $3 million wire to uh, Hunter Biden's associates. How big a deal is this? You've been all over this investigation on the laptop from hell about the compromise directly from senior levels of the Chinese Communist Party to the Biden family. H- how big a deal is this? So there's two concurrent narratives going on here. One are the bank records that Comer received from subpoenaing the financial records of three of Hunter Biden's business associates. And that is how we derived the $3 million uh, bank record, which was then funneled, like I said, to members of the Biden family beyond just Hunter Biden. And they're still keeping that identity under wraps. Uh, I think I likely will will get that name in the near future. But uh, Comer broke that news yesterday. He was on Hannity. So that's that's one angle. These records were coming from Bank of America. But what's also really important and was released yesterday in in a press release for the committee, um, if people may recall, back in early January, uh, they had been asking the Treasury Department to communicate with them and really cooperate and give them access to the over 150 um, suspicious activity alerts, right? Uh, whether it was human trafficking, bu- uh, business deals with our foreign enemies like China, like Ukraine. Um, and the Treasury Department had been playing hardball. They were really stonewalling this investigation. They weren't turning over any records. But just yesterday, they agreed to an in-camera review, uh, rather an on-camera review of these documents starting, you know, as soon as possible. So that's another development that I think we really should pay close attention to, because this is now going to allow them to actually get into the nitty gritty, get the details, get the receivers, what exactly the money was for um, of these suspicious bank uh, transactions, particularly those coming from Hunter Biden. Natalie, how do people keep up with you? Social media, where do they go on the site to get to you? Natalie G. Winters on Twitter, Getter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and go to warroom.org for the latest stories. Thank you very much. Let's go ahead and play. We've got uh, an aspect of uh, Jack Posobiec being involved in this, uh, the Julius, uh, the William Shakespeare's Julius Caesar back in the summer of 2017. Let's go ahead and play it. Liberty? Freedom. Not with our of political violence against the right. 
This is unacceptable. You cannot. Get off the stage. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause. We're going to pause. Security. This is violence. Security, please. Joseph Goebbels. This is Goebbels. You are all Goebbels. You are inciting terrorists. The blood of these police is on your hands. The blood of these police is on your hands. Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Come this way. Sir, Goebbels would be proud. Sir, Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Nazis. You are Nazis. Please, Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Goebbels would be proud. Citizens, the headlines are getting worse and worse day after day. It seems like Armageddon could be just around the corner. That's why I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food right away. You already know you're going to need this food someday. Why not get it now before it's too late? Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll also get $200 worth of rugged survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things fall apart. The grid goes down. and any other time, you need to fend for yourself by yourself. To see what you get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 of free bonus gear comes with each three-month emergency food kit you order and includes free shipping. That way, your whole family can be prepared. Don't delay. Act now. And sleep better knowing your family won't suffer when disaster strikes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and enjoy free shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. Um, Pasoba joined. Pasoba, before I go to the to the Julius Caesar and Trump and the assassination about political violence, get us updated on on Charlie the great Charlie Kirk last night. He had what a thousand people inside. So tell us what happened. The president of what UC Davis came out. Yeah. It was very dangerous there for a while. What went on? Right. So what happened at UC Davis was a coordinated attack against Charlie Kirk and against Turning Point USA writ large. So they were working in conjunction with the Sacramento Bee, a number of transgender activists to say that and and lie, essentially spread this lie that Charlie Kirk had called for not only violence, but the lynching of transgender people. And so they spread that out. The Sacramento Bee spread it. The you had the head of the university, the dean there, uh, was basically co-opting this, and they were telling people that Charlie was about to give a speech calling for the lynching of trans. But never happened. Literally, never happened. Uh, Charlie made a comment about bathrooms going back to the 1950s, and then they, of course, extrapolated that all out. But as as we know, lies around the world before truth has its pants on. And so they're spreading this out. Hundreds of Antifa, maybe, 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 maybe a hundred total, hundred total Antifa come out to this event. They start attacking students, blocking walkways, 
Uh, at one point, they were smashing the windows, smashing the doors just to prevent people from even being able to go in, trying to rush the stage, trying to go. This is all before he's even spoken, before he's even said a word last night over at UC Davis. But we got to commend the law enforcement, the police that they had there on campus, because those guys went in and finally, which is something that I hope that we see across the entire country as we move into 2024, and we know that these networks, these Antifa BLM networks are becoming more and more activated as we get closer to the election year, this uh, 2024 cycle is beginning, that we need this heavy hammer of a police response to be used in order to defend the public and protect order and public safety. And that's exactly what happened last night at UC Davis, and I was glad to see it. Uh, I the Sacramento Bee is a major paper, and of course, the the dean or the head of the university, he's, paper he's record. A, you know, an authority figure. Why? Why they were they were actually pushing this thing about Charlie? What they what they said, Charlie? The, the smear on Charlie because he obviously never said that. Right. So he never says it. And at one point during the attacks, believe it or not, Turning Point got the Sacramento Bee to retract their statement, but. It, it, just like everything else we see online these days, the same thing that they would accuse you and the war room and me, the New York Times, their misinformation reports of they don't do it. So the Sacramento Bee edits their article, but they leave all their tweets up. Sacramento Bee reporters are yes. on the ground spreading yes. it that Charlie is out there doing yep. this. And then later on, hours and hours and days and days later, they say, okay, well, actually we retract that, but it doesn't matter because they've already used their militant operational arms in Antifa to go and perpetuate. Do you think those guys are hearing this? Do you think those guys are hearing that, oh, that was all retracted and Charlie Kirk never actually said that? No, this is exactly what they do. And Steve, by the way, this wasn't a peaceful event where Antifa had showed up and then people started lying to them like they tried to say January 6th was. No, 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 no. This was an event, by and large, that started as an operation against Turning Point USA and against Charlie Kirk. They were aided by mainstream media. They were aided by university administrators. And this happens, what, one week after that judge was shouted down at Stanford University. So we're seeing this again and again, not only throughout California, but actually directly from the school administrators and deans themselves. Uh, by, by the way, um, you know, the, the superpower of Charlie Kirk and Turning Point, the young men and women of Turning Point, is their courage. You guys can, you, you, Charlie refuses to back off, continue to do this. And there were 900 to 1,000 people inside the auditorium once they hear him. Uh, James O'Keefe is going to be on Charlie today. I think there could be some big announcements. So Charlie Kirk follows us right here on Real America's Voice. Don't miss it. Charlie's in the seat today. He's not taking it. He never takes a day off. So make sure you don't miss the Charlie Kirk and James O'Keefe will follow us immediately. I got Mike Lindell on deck. But I got to go back to this time in, in 2017. Pasobic, this thing was very big at the time, and it was very big culturally. The progressive left, uh, our elites, our betters, Put on this uh, this uh, very dramatic. Obviously, uh, William Shakespeare's Julius Caesar is one of the greatest plays in the Western canon. It's been made into a film a number of times, Academy Award-winning films, uh, series, all of it. Why was it a big deal that, that, that they were so over the top about this? Because this was about Trump as Caesar, and it wasn't just the assassination; it was the entire thing of of Trump was going to try to be, uh, declare dictatorial powers and bring down the American Republic. Put us back in that time. Why was this so controversial? And you were, Laura Loomer was, was out front. She got arrested, but you were one of the main players in this. Tell us about it. 
Right. So, so I'm there filming it. You know, I still have my ticket stub from that event actually up at the house. We've got it framed and we've got it on the wall that um, I'm filming. I'm, I'm saying, uh, you know, Goebbels will be proud. Goebbels will be proud at the end, referencing the fact that this is propaganda that is reminiscent of past regimes that have been used to gin up hatred and violence against a scapegoat. And that's exactly what you saw that night, Steve. I sat through that play. Uh, they were making fun of the president's wife. They're making fun of Melania. And people need to understand that this this wasn't, you know, you know, the old 1950s, 1960s version. This was like, you know, you, um, you're playing the scenes right now. You can't see any blood there. The knives clearly aren't going through the rope. This was like Quentin Tarantino Reservoir Dogs level blood is spurting everywhere. It's all over the stage. It's all over the other actors. And I saw people, Steve. I saw Americans in Central Park clapping and applauding, in some cases even laughing, as they watched the President of the United States be stabbed to death over and over every night. And what they were doing, keep in mind, the context of this is so important, and I mentioned it in the clip there. This is after the Kathy Griffin beheading moment of President Trump. This is after James T. Hodgkinson drove across half the country to shoot up a Republican baseball field because he thought that they were all Russian agents. He was a huge Rachel Maddow supporter, huge believer in the Russiagate conspiracy, shot them all up, almost killed Steve Scalise. So this is in the context of all of those things that were going on at the time in our country, the normalization of political violence against Trump and Trump supporters. And I remember, Steve, the way the media used to say this, even going back to 2015, they would report, this is CNN, violence breaks out at Trump rally. They would say violence breaks out at Trump rally. They would never say who was committing the violence. They would never say who started the violence. They would, they would never say that it was Antifa or these proto-Antifa groups or just Trump haters coming out, you know, uh, far leftist militants coming out and attacking peaceful Trump supporters. No, no, no. They would say violence breaks out because in their mind, they want you to associate Trump with violence. And then they give you the target. This was essentially two minutes hate, like you would see in 1984 and George Orwell. And so what we did, and by the way, we got a lot of crap from people on the right. We call that the old right. We got a lot of crap because people said, how could you go in there? How could you say that you stand up for free speech and you go and hold a protest like this? How dare you go up and say something like, and I say, you know what? I'm not against free speech. I just added my free speech to their free speech. And Corey Stoll, the guy, you remember him, he played that cuck on on House sure. of Cards. Yeah. He writes, he plays Brutus. He writes an entire op-ed about me and about Laura doesn't name us in that. He says they were, they were distorting our story. And, and, and 45 minutes later, we finished the show and I was, I was exhaling and sobbing backstage the stress because people forget that what we did that night was only the first People kept doing this night after night after night. And this guy said that he was terrified that somebody would pop out of the audience and do it again. Every This is how soft they are, Steve. And but but there's another aspect to it and all, because you think Central Park, the theater for the left, as theological as they are, that's an altar to them. That's a temple. Big and what time. we went in, what we did was we went into their temple, we went into their sacred space and started knocking over their idols. We started knocking over their pagan gods, knocking over their actors, knocking over their their set. And and you know what though? That's what 
a real theater experience is supposed to be all about. Uh, real quickly on Antifa, you had this violence last night, this threats against Charlie Kirk and the Turning Point. You had this uh, horrible situation, really a domestic terror situation down in Atlanta with the new police center. Do you anticipate, you know Antifa better than anybody, do you anticipate uh, a, 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 this spring and summer that Antifa will re- re- rear its ugly head, particularly in this financial crisis, will see more violence? Steve, what we're seeing now are just training operations. These they are testing. They are using field. They are doing field testing right now. This is a field test. When I see Charlie Kirk at UC Davis, when I see the police trying to set up a training facility, and you've got go look at that video again. That FLIR infrared imagery of 200 Antifa militants springing forth from the woods in broad daylight. Because this isn't like Merrick Garland when he said, oh, those those attacks on the pro-life centers happen at night, so we can't do anything about it. No, broad daylight, just like UC Davis was broad daylight, we know that these networks, which have never been properly dealt with, the same networks that attacked the White House in May of 2020, okay, they are all still out there. The leaders are all still out there. The networks are there. The distributed, decentralized networks are there across our country, and they will be called into action and into service in the general election of 2024. The things that they throw at us, Steve, that they throw at this movement to prevent populists from getting power back in our country are going to make 2020 look like a walk through Statuary Hall. 100 percent at 16 uh that's what i keep telling people it's going to be intense uh jack uh, social media how do people get to you what are your coordinates how do they get to the show yeah you can get to us at human events daily we'll be on tonight we've actually got james o'keefe on for the full hour so we're going to do an in-depth discussion with mr james o'keefe about everything that happened and everything that's going on now so make sure you follow it human events daily rumble podcast uh apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts by the way, great work in the uh, Central Park, in their, in their temple, uh, their sacred space in 2017. Defiled Heroic work, uh, Jack Basovic. <laughs> Heroic work. Uh, let's get, we got Mike Lindell. Mike, we played a video from Carrie Lake about her continued fight for the governorship of Arizona. Uh, you've been off the radar with us for a week or so. Uh, get people up to date. What's going on? Because people are still worried about, hey, we, we can't, uh, you know, you got this election in Wisconsin for the judge. People are very concerned about the entire voting apparatus and where we stand. Well, we, we, you know, we launched the election crime bureau and uh, I'll give you an update on Carrie Lake. She's uh, Carrie Lake. We were that appeal. We're waiting to hear from the Supreme court of Arizona, whether they're, whether they're going to accept it or not. I really believe they will. Uh, we've got great things going on. We uh, right now, just an update. We've got Texas, California, Arkansas, Missouri, Louisiana, and Arizona, uh, different counties in all those states to go uh, completely paper-free, same-day voting. This is our ultimate goal with this whole country to be same-day voting, paper ballots, hand-counted. Uh, we had a great ruling yesterday, or I guess uh, March 9th, uh, in Texas. We've been fighting. We can always use the cast vote records. This is what we use to show that there was machine manipulation in every county or in, in uh, most of the counties. Well, in Texas, we've been fighting Harris County since this summer, and um, they've been going back and forth. And uh, Dr. Walter Doherty asked for the request of the cast vote records. Um, the Harris County, that Ken Paxton made a ruling, said, yes, you can get them. And then Harris County claimed that there was uh, seven bogus reasons not to give the cast vote records. Well, once again, uh, Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas, 
came back and said, no, you need to give them to him and you need to give them to him now. Well, you know, it's kind of like Steve, he who has nothing to hide hides nothing. Uh, and they're pushing back again. So if you're in if you're in Harris County, if you're in Texas, you need to reach out to that judge, that county judge and the county commissioners and say, hey, give us these records. It's crazy that they're, that they're hang, hiding stuff. Hang, Mike, hang, hang on one second. Short commercial break. Mike Lindell is going to get us totally up to speed on how he's working to get rid of the machines next in the war room. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you are supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responder heroes. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Mike Lindell, Joyce. Mike, here's the confusion. You got Shasta. You got this county in Arkansas. You got other people fighting. I just think for people's just, you know, we're in we're in March. We're the Ides of March today, brother. Um, 15, you know, we're, we're hurtling towards the, the primary season and then we're going to be in the election. Is it in your mind, because you're our field commander on this, is it logical to expect that we can get something done in the next year, the next 12 months that or 15 months that, that we haven't been able to do in the last couple of years, sir? Oh, absolutely. You've got to realize, Steve, the two years we worked hard on this, it, now we're going to see the manifestation of all that hard work. We've got, we actually have elections coming up this spring. Uh, we hope we have many counties in Missouri that will be machine-free. So we'll have a prototype of the of the two systems we have to hand count. Now we actually have two systems, and they're awesome. And uh, uh, we presented with some Secretary of State. They all like it. It's amazing. Uh, we have a big election coming up in uh, Louisiana for a governor there, and that's this fall. And we hope to have – I want to have all Louisiana machine-free by then. Remember, Steve, the – the country, the Netherlands, I have, I have met with the Netherlands, 
The UK, France, Germany, all paper ballots hand counted same day. The Netherlands switched over from machines. They switched over from machines in um, um, in about four and a half months. So that was uh, about four and a half months they switched over. And uh, so this it's very, with our system, it's even better than all the ones that all those countries have. So it's, it's going to be an easy process. And uh, I really believe by the 2024 election, uh, with the stuff we have going on, I believe, I got to believe, we got to keep the faith that uh, we are completely computer machine free of these voting machine companies and uh, no computers in our elections. And we're working hard in every state right now with the Election Crime Bureau. Okay. Um, by the way, every, we're going to try to have somebody on tonight. I want to make sure the audience says, hey, you're not spending enough time in Wisconsin. We will be. We're going to get some folks on tonight in Wisconsin. I think it's Dan Kelly, the, this, uh, this uh, Supreme Court race takes place in early April. It, it, couldn't, it, it couldn't be more important because Wisconsin, right now it looks like Wisconsin, Georgia, and Arizona, you've got to run the tables in those three to win the presidency in 24 because I just don't think Nevada, uh, Michigan, and, uh, and Pennsylvania, given the voting situation there, is, is going to be worked out. Uh, so how is it going in my pillow? You know, we're hearing about the Fox thing all the time. You've been kind of off the, the radar. I know you can't talk about the case per se, but uh, tell us what you're, you've been gone for a while. I, t- I think on depositions or yeah. whatever, it just everybody wants to know, they want an update on my pillow. They love the new, my pillow 2.0. <laughs> if we're getting right. rave reviews about that, the slipper, the slippers, people are getting a, a, a rave review, but how is Mike Lindell and the company doing well, it's uh, interesting you ask that. The last couple of weeks, I've sat through depositions for these machine companies. They attack my pillow, which is an employee-owned company, and it's amazing, Steve, how all these machine companies get protected. Nobody wants to talk about them. Nobody wants to. Uh, all these frivolous lawsuits out there took so much of my time away from my pillow. Uh, and, and believe me, I don't like sitting through depositions, but it's disgusting. Now we're getting an audit. We have an audit coming against my pillow. All this stuff they're just attacking, and and uh, I and yeah, you brought hold, up hold, my pillow. Hold it, hold it. Hang on, ho, ho, ho. Are you? Hang on, hang on. You're breaking news. You're an IRS. The IRS is auditing you guys. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you know, where did that come from? And uh, you know, so I, I can't do think. You, everybody do you, but do you think? Here. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you implying? Are you implying that you think that this came as a political payback? for your efforts to uh, to make sure the 2020 election is sorted out? A hundred percent. You know, we got to get rid of these machines and all I do is get attacked every day for it. And, and it's a, it's a, the pushback that comes from every bureau, from my phone being taken by the FBI, now the IRS audit, and my company being attacked every single day. And Steve, it's, a, it's an all-out assault because what? Because I want same-day voting paper ballot hand counted. And... Uh, and it's our own party that pushes back a lot in these states, too, and it's disgusting. Um, and uh, But I do want to say before we run out of time, I want to thank your War Room Posse in the, in the War Room. You guys have been, you know, been a great sponsor of my pillow and being able for us to be on your show and, and advertise. And we've got the MyPillow 2.0. It's, an, it's the most amazing. The best sleep ever just got even better. And I want to do something for your audience we are closing out the all-season slippers, Steve, for $25 a pair. We're, we're not bringing them back to the all-season. We've got to make some moves now to free up some, some inventory and space because of all the attacks, and, and we're just passing it on to, 
to the war room. So it's our all season slippers. They were a hundred and some dollars, $25 a pair, limit 10. And then we have the, the brand new MyPillow 2.0. We've been able to keep all my employees employed and uh, because of all the support of, uh, of, the, of the war room and others. But uh, you guys have been amazing. And I just want my employees want to thank each and every one of you out there. Yeah. So MyPillow.com, a promo code WARM, you go to our square. Talk to us about the, the launch of MyPillow 2.0. Tell us, is, is, do you consider the launch a success? I know the feedback we get from people that get yeah. the pillow, they love it. It cools them down. Right. Well, so I walk me through, I, well, I about a minute. Walk me through about the I launch. I invented MyPillow in 2004. It took a year to invent, and sleep is all about temperature and height. Everybody wants soft, but you want it to stay there. So for almost 20 years, I, I, can't, I couldn't improve on the best pillow in history, but then last year, uh, it was about almost a year ago now, I heard about this temperature regulating thread, this cooling thread available in the USA. It was invented here. And I said, you know what? I want to make a, get a fabric made from that. And maybe we could improve on my pillow. Well, the fabric, we got it this, this fall. It was developed for my pillow exclusively. And, and hence the, uh, we came out with my pillow 2.0 and it has been the best sleep ever. Just got even better. It's everybody that has a MyPillow, whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need the MyPillow 2.0. And we're doing that, Steve, for your audience, too. A buy one, get one free with your promo code WARROOM. And I want to, it has been a huge success, successful launch. That's when we make 100% here in the United States. We make it in my factory in Minnesota. And my employees, uh, they're just, uh, they're back to where it was before. Mike. They can do it. Perfect. Mike, real quickly, how do people get to you about finding everything on the voter situation you're working on, the uh, Elections Crime Bureau? Where do they go? Yeah, yeah. Go, everybody go to the new Election Crime Bureau. You can go there, electioncrimebureau.com, or you can find me on Frank's Speech. I'm also on Getter. I'm on Truth Social. And uh, um, you, every day I have my show, every day on Frank's Speech. Get the app, Frank's yeah. Speech, everybody. Thank you, bro. And, and, and check out Char- my show Char- War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, 
and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.